Love Talk Radio. Welcome to this La Cosa Nostra radio production. La Cosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com. Allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. We want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home and hang our hats. The content and opinions of the people, the callers, and the hosts do not necessarily reflect the beliefs and opinions of Lacosum Nostra ownership and management. Enjoy this Lacosum Nostra programming. Okay, there you go. Well, good evening. Boo. <laughs> Are you there, Rob? Hey, yeah, I'm. Hey, How are you? And we got. Robert and some 503. Who's 503? Oh, I should know that one now. Yeah, you should. Hello, <laughs> Dave, is that Dave? Yes, that's oh, Dave. Oh, I know it. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm fair. Fine. Oh, hold on a minute. Shut. Could you hear the song? Uh, I couldn't hear it very well. Yeah. It yeah, it's... No, uh, my dog racing, barking and racing hill. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, uh, I love that song too. I can't hear it very well either. Huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's a good song too. Smooth. You know, you know the song? Of course you do, right? I love that song. Yeah, yeah. I do. That's super supernatural, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Rob Thomas yeah. and Santana. Carl yeah. Sant- Should have turned that. Yep. I. I. Uh, Fiddle around with that song for a while. It was a lot of fun to play with. Being a guitar player, I would think you would like him, probably. Rob, 
You know Rob plays guitar too, right, Bert? He does what? Anyway, I'm not hearing you very well. I'm not hearing you very well tonight, Boo. Hello? I'm almost to my job, thank God, so I can hear better. There's a lot of background noise. Not so bad now. Hey, sorry, I was just making a cup of tea. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, if everyone's still there, if you can hear me. But, yeah, I yeah. can hear you just fine now, Rob. Okay. Yeah, yeah sorry about the that. Thing sounds I better now. See. Um, I'm here too, sorry Yeah, so We've got our Somewhat Traditional at this point Friday night shows Um, And Tonight we are Showcasing Oscar Wilde Who was a Anglo-Irish writer, playwright, and he wrote probably my favorite novel, The Picture of Dorian Gray, which was also probably the first novel that I read front to back twice in a row. In two days, probably, I read it, and then it was so good that I had to read it again, and I just I think the other one was probably um, Kerouac's On the Road that I read like that, but remember the picture of Dorian Gray in high school reading it like that and just being sort of blown away because there's so many... Um, I'll say the thing about Oscar Wilde that sort of captivates me is that it's like such a... the master of the one-liners, you know, you got um, so many... And that's what we sort of featured in tonight. Um, good quotes by the great writer who who actually died in what would be depending on time zones and all that. For me, it's 10 days, probably 11 days for you lot in America. But on the 30th of November, which is a good day for other reasons, but so some of the quotes that we have tonight by him are from his array of work, and we've got some great poems um, from SoundCloud. We've got Dave with us that would feed his. We got somebody on seven one seven too. I'm not sure who that is, but I seven one seven. Who is it? I gotta get better with Harry too. Are you there, seven one seven? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, who is it? 
It's Wolves. Hey, Wolves. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are y'all? Good. Thanks for coming. All right, no problem. I that was you. Right. Oh. <laughs> what, did you see a oh, dark Sal cloud? here, too. Are you here, Salwa? I didn't see you. She's here. Let me go make sure she's... Let me go check. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Sorry. No worries. That's all good. Um, welcome, Wolves. Thanks so much for joining us. If you'd like, you can you can kick us off this evening and, and read yours, if you'd like. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, if you want to go that... Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks like you yeah, already played like, different parts. If you like some more time to settle in or something, that's all right because we've got some sound clouds that we could do. Or yeah, if you want to wait a bit, that's cool too. Whatever you want to do. I'm just gonna go check and see if uh, Sal was on the phone. Said she is. Otherwise, I see okay. that we've got some. Um, I see that Wayne is on hold. I see that we got some people on the board as well that are listening in. Jaskardan is joining us. We could play his SoundCloud. We've got yeah. UI. We've got Rudas. Yay, Hi, Hello, you got me in. Hi, Sal. Sorry, Sal. No, don't be sorry. Sorry. Oh, the whole gang. Okay. Hi, Rob. Hi, everyone. I know. Hey, Sal. Hello. And I will see. Do you want to go first? Well, good job. Wait so proud of you. So proud of you. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we can play jazz first if you want. Um, you got you got that Wayne? Wayne is going to call. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne's on hold. He's actually on hold. You know what? He, oh, man, not this again. I always have this problem with Wayne because I don't... I don't see him there. Let's, let me check. Okay. In, in, in the meantime, the I'll put Jasker down on the board. Can you play that one, Boo? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in a minute. Actually, I'd rather have Wolves go if you could, if I could. If you don't mind, Wolves. i got to get situated uh. for a second. You're not here to have a sound cloud. No, you're not. Do you mind taking the soft wolves? I gotta find something first. No, no. Uh, if you want me to go ahead and do mine, I'll go ahead and do mine now. I don't mind. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Can you drop a wolf? Um... Yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you. Sorry. Something. Um... All right. There we go, mate. You can read that one for us if you don't mind. <laughs> Okay. This is called Exposed for Public Viewing. Every word I start to... Huh? Uh, you, you want me to go ahead and do it now? Yep. Okay. Every word I start to write is chosen to reflect my ideas and what I'm thinking. However... I'm apprehensive, for as feelings begin to surface, emotions start to flow from my pen. 
For with every written line, there are seals which seem to break within my heart, mind, and soul. In each sentence, more is revealed as the light is cast upon such things like my dreams, joys, and sorrows. Even in the simplest of poems, fragments of my inner depth reside within each verse. Though I may not pen a masterpiece, I am surprised with a sense of healing, and that alone is okay with me. With practice, I may choose words wiser, less reluctant to flow from within, reflecting that which I once feared. For I have come to know every word I write is a part of my true self, exposed for public viewing. End poem. Aww. There you go. Nice one. Yeah, but Robert. Yes, is that your name? Nice name. Name of a of distinguished gentleman. I like it a lot. Yeah, I see the the sort of punchline at the end and the title exposed for public viewing ties in so well with the. Uh, prompt that you wrote to be yourself everyone else is already taken the sort of vulnerability of just being naturally sort of transparent and just being a true reflection of what's inside it's almost the sort of most frightening thing for people to find out what's going on behind you know, like we can sort of dress ourselves up and we can put on all these fancy things or wear sort of funky shirts and do all that. But what's inside and what sort of shines through, like dreams, joys and sorrows and the things that we write, you know, sort of exposing ourselves in that sense, even in a artistic sense. Um, you know, it might not be a masterpiece or... It might not be something that everyone finds any sort of inclination to relation, but it's still a true reflection, and it should be at least. That's just one of my favorite um, sort of um, interpretations of art, that um, it should be sort of, you know, just writing for yourself at the end of the day. And then there's also the, I think it's Tarkovsky or someone that wrote, like, um, one book read by a thousand people is a thousand books. It's sort of the way that each person interprets it and what they make of it. So I thought it was super relevant to the theme and it was lovely hearing you read and reading along with you the first time I read your work, but enjoyed it thoroughly thanks so much robert what did you think thank, so you, well? very, thank you very kindly cheers mate no nice one i think wayne might be here too you there wayne okay, sorry i was on mute sorry about yes, that yes i am i'm here yeah hi wayne you made so, it in. yay thank you uh, yay wayne okay i, I like your poem running wolf uh, it's very, um, I don't know you very well from your writing recently. I've got to know your writing. And you can feel the sincerity of your words. 
And it's true. What does it matter? I'm like you, so I understand you. I really don't write for fame or for to be that. I wish I could. <laughs> but I'm writing. <laughs> like writing better and then writing better, not fame. But um, I really put what I pour there what's in my heart. And I can see that for a feeling being to surface emotions start to flow from your pen. There is nothing you just think. And it's healing, you're right. Writing is uh, therapeutic and healing. And I, so I really like this poem, very genuine and very true. Very Hello? good comments. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Sawa. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Wayne, <laughs> Hello, Wayne did you manage to hear that one? Well, well yeah. It's a great point. And like I said, uh, the poets are much emotional about a bunch of people. And to express your feelings on paper is not the easiest thing in the world to do. But, but we have to let the music out. And that's what makes a good poet a great <laughs> poet. It's a good job. It is a wonderful poem. I have, uh, I have worn no shoes. Uh, we, we, we say what we think. And that's what they dream about a lady. And then we scream it out. Good job with the point. We love it. Thank you. I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing. I'm hearing a lot of crackling on my phone. <laughs> so I don't know what's oh, going on. But it, it's really hard to hear. Um, but thank you all oh. very kindly for the uh, comments. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne, could, Wayne, could you could you repeat that because I I also couldn't hear that one. We want to hear what you thought of that poem. Oh, so y'all can hear me? All I said was, uh, "Poets are yeah. most of a bunch of people." Can you hear me now? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. I think because poets are most of a bunch of people. Mhm. Poets are most of a bunch of people. Wayne, because you speak so fast, I cannot understand you too. I'm <laughs> sorry. You, speak so you said we're emotional so people, poet. Okay. Thanks. Which is true. Okay. Try again. It's hard to put your fingers down on paper. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. We have to let the music out when we're writing. That's what makes a good poet a great poet. This is a wonderful poem, and I have uh, wonder shoes before. We, we, we say what we think on paper. That's a daydream about a lady. Let me scream it out. Great, great job on this morning. Oh, that was much better. Thanks, Wayne. Yeah, we could hear that. <laughs> Dave, what did you think of Running Wolves' poem? Well, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was real honest. Um, you know, the first stanza says, uh, every word I start to write is chosen to reflect my ideas and what I'm thinking. Um I don't know. I'm not that individualistic with my with my word choosing. I just shotgun out my thoughts and let the words land where they may. I guess <laughs> I sort of shotgun the paper with what I'm thinking. But um, <laughs> you know, I I thought I thought this was interesting. Uh, and each sentence more is revealed as light is cast upon such things like my dreams, joys, and sorrows. Um, you know, I think that's. You know, he, he's talking about, I think, talking about writing from his heart, you know, and, and what, you know, what, what you are trying to, as a writer, you're trying to convey to the person reading the poem. And, uh, you know, I kind of see that, and it, and it goes from uh, start to finish here kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, n- no pun intended, but uh, I just, 
you know, in each sentence, you'll, uh, in each sentence, more is revealed as the light is cast upon such things like my dreams, joys, and sorrows. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I kind of what I think a lot of people are doing with with what they're writing and stuff. So it was a good poem. I liked it. Thank you very kindly. Because I tell you the truth, what I, what I meant with this poem was, if you really want to get to know someone. Read their poems. Read their poetry. Because people Agreed. have a tendency to write about the things that are important to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and there's some people, you want to know what's going on in their life, you don't even got to ask them. All you got to do is read their poetry. It's all out there for you to see, and you can put it together, two and two together, um, real easy. I think also you're talking about, in a way, how poetry is like therapy for you. Each each poem, you get to know yourself better. You get to know yourself more. You reveal more. It helps with the love, with hurt, with hate, with all that. And it may not be a masterpiece, but it helps you get to know yourself a little bit better. Each poem. Good job, Wolf. Thank you very kindly. You're welcome. That's six years old, right? I didn't even know you were on here six years ago. Actually, <laughs> I've been here seven years. Really? Every year. <laughs> but who's counting, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you guys. All right. Cool. I wonder how long the longest person's been on here. I always wonder that. But most I seems like 13 oh, years. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I know someone who well, started with, actually, with Kevin. I know someone who started with Kevin. Believe it or not. From first day. Oh, like, really? first time. Yeah. Wow. 20-something years in. That's pretty cool. I found some pen. I think it's been there from the beginning, which is really interesting. All right. Hey, Wayne, you want yeah, to go next? What, what, what Dave was saying, I, I was thinking about um, what Aristotle wrote about um, to write, well, write like a common man, as to say you don't have to use any sort of verbose or over-the-top language, but Think like a think like a wise man, um, especially applicable to the metaphysics which he wrote about. Um, that's just what I was thinking about when Dave made his comment. Um, thanks, Robert. That was very enjoyable and a great way to kick off the evening. Um, to those just joining us, we are showcasing some work by Oscar Wilde, and we have some of his quotes from his. Um, not a massive um, body of work, but very sort of concentrated and um, fruitful in what he produced. Um, some great plays, very powerful poetry, and then obviously one of the greatest novels. So, Boo, can we do Jaskaran? While he's there, I see that Budo's joined us on the board as well. We got a song of his. Hey, so Budo. Yeah, I was wondering if we could do Wayne next, and then I'll do them because I just got to work, so now I'll have the desktop and I'll be much quicker, much better. If we could just do Wayne first, then I'll be on the ball. If that's okay. You want to go, Wayne? Lock in. Okay. I just got in from eating, but I can handle this. Anytime you're ready, you set the point up for you. I wait this time. Okay. I didn't hear that. My poem is called, uh, Have I Been Taken? Can y'all see it yet? Yeah, we're yeah I'll, put, I'll put that on, sorry. If 
Sorry about all the clocks as well. Where did I, Wayne, go for this? It's because, have I been taken? Be yourself. Everybody else is taken. Can't be like me. There's no mistaking. It's your light. Just turn it on. Be the brightest star ever known. Like yourself. Take yourself for a walk. Listen to your heart. You don't have to talk. Think good thoughts. You can smile. Quit listening to that dumb stuff for a while. Watching movies, wanting to be an actor, dreaming, can't turn out to be a bad, can be, can't turn out to be a bad factor. Make people dream about you. And that, and that can be that you are, you are one, not two. When friends come around, treat them good. And always do what you say you would. Being special is easy. Just be, be as you are and be humble when you are, when you are a star, when you're a star. So love the person that you are or change the person that's are. Love yourself. You are, you are yours for the taking. And remember, everybody else is taken. In. Yeah. <laughs> nice That's one, my Wayne. favorite quote. I love my quote. Yeah, that worked out quite <laughs> yeah, well. We've um, doubled up on that one. And the somewhat, the irony of that is that, so the previous poem and the previous feature writer, um, it was the first poem that I've heard of his and read of his but Wayne I'm quite familiar with and as to take away from the title and the prompt that inspired is actually something that's not like him at all in fact the formatting and the way that is um, sort of the nuances and that but yeah it's I think the fact that we have this sort of um you know, the way that uh, Walt Whitman almost said, you know, I contain multitudes, the way that, you know, to be yourself is actually to, um, I'm sorry for quoting sort of everyone under the sun, I'm not meaning to do that, but I'm thinking about um, something I read earlier by Foucault saying that you don't really care about who he is at this moment, but more of what he wants to become and what he's sort of developing to become. So sort of that sort of thing, you know, like to, it's a constant thing regardless of where you're at in life, your age, what phase of life you are. You could be on your deathbed and still figuring out who you are. But just to be true to that and to be authentically real. And I think that if anyone represents that, it's Wayne because as long as I've known Wayne and you know, like I said the first time we spoke on these shows and all that, I heard him many times and many times I thought, poor Wayne. The first poem of mine ever actually read on a show was done by Wayne on a on a different show. And it was quite a difficult read. And I just thought, you know, like, poor bloke, because he was thrown under the bus. They just made him sort of read it on the show on a whim. Yes. And I think it's <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I messaged him after that that I I'll buy him a beer sometime because I felt bad about that whole um, scenario. But yeah, I think from the start, the first time we've ever interacted until today, that it's always been a very authentic and real um, person that's just um, radiates the sort of you know great personality and. That gotta be me. That gotta be me because everybody's taken. 
<laughs> Everybody else is taking. <laughs> There's only one Wayne. That's true. Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know another Wayne. I know another Wayne. It's so funny. I just literally and his wife. I know. <laughs> you are the second Wayne so I know. Yeah. Um, you know what what do you think of that, Robert? Can I say? Sorry, can I interrupt you for a second? Can I just tell Wayne what does it mean? His name in Arabic it means where, Wayne. Just kind of in a Lebanese dialect, not not. Uh, I had to. Sorry, I went to say this a long time ago. Uh, sorry, I had to. That's all right. Turn it off. That's okay. Who's coming? <laughs> you can't be missing Wayne. I'm happy. <laughs> okay, sorry, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. Sorry about the interruption. Oh, go ahead. You might as well comment, fellas. You might as well. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. What happened? You want to comment for a Hello? Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, you want I thought he's he asking someone else to comment. I, I, I was just saying about the, the, the name, but was he asking someone else to comment? Was it me? Me? I'm so sorry. No, you, I'm, I'm you losing it. I'm losing it. You, Sally. Okay. I don't know. Uh, have I been so sorry? I really like the, the how it's positive. It just um, say like yourself, but don't be arrogant. Be kind, and be be so yourself to the point, like be a good human being that people want to be you. I love this idea. Like your behavior is so when when someone is so nice and everyone likes them, they really oh, I wish I'd be like this person. That's really beautiful. Beautiful thoughts all the way. From the start to the end, I mean, right. there's a lot of moral lessons here with value, and um, yeah, I the treat them preaching. good. Always do what you should, and keep your promise. Say what you would say. Just so many um, moral lessons here and values. Really beautiful. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, there. Oh, Thank you, great, great comment. My pleasure. My pleasure. Great comment, thanks, Salwa. Um, oh, Running wolves, are you still are you still around? We haven't scared you off, have we? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of that one? Actually, I like this poem because you know he gives so many different reasons why you should just want to be yourself and not want to be oh. somebody else, and you know. Um, <laughs> Wayne has a really, really fantastic sense of humor. And every time I read <laughs> yeah. something of his, I, I end up laughing. And, you know, but I really, <laughs> you know, it, I, I really like this poem because it is, you know, they say that imitation is the greatest form of flattery. But you know what? When you're trying to imitate somebody else or be like somebody else, you're really selling yourself short. Because, you know, you are the only you that exists, and you should be proud of that. That's right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Anyway, I and love the like poem. Agreed. And Great like comment. Mm-hmm. Right, especially, especially when you're going off, mouthing off, quoting everyone under the sunlight, you know, that sort of <laughs> imitation. Can, uh, what do you think? Can I say? Sorry, go. Or you I just no. I just want to say it's not really. If you see someone who's really beautiful human being, like in just like I don't know how to say, 
the character is noble and beautiful. I don't think it's horrible to want to be like them because, uh, yes, you're self, but you want to be a better human being all the time. So that's that's what that's what I, I, I that's what I saw there too. What Wayne said, maybe I maybe I misunderstood it, but I really um, I agree. You have to be yourself, but you can be not imitate, but rather um, I don't know, like someone is be really beautiful. You can be the best you can be. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. Yeah. You can try to be the best you can be. Exactly. Everything else will matter. You don't want to be already. Not only that, I've been to high school already. We've been to high school. Like, all that, who wants to be who and who wants to be that and all that bullshit. It's like so old, you know? And they don't like it. They don't got to hang out with you. They don't want to read your poetry. They can keep scrolling, you know what I mean? I don't know why people get so worried about all of that. Just be you. And, you know, you support everybody, Wayne, and you're a beautiful person inside and out. So you don't got to change a thing. And all I've seen you do is grow, grow and get better. And if they don't like it, fuck I'm, off, you know? I'm trying to pass. I can't, I can't wait to learn something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, 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 that's, actually, that's actually a super relevant and a very good um, point because it's something that I've been um, actually thinking about a lot lately. The fact that, you know, the way that things currently exist in our... Politic, uh, political um, landscape, the way that people are so polarized and sort of yeah. so so stuck in their ideologies and their beliefs that they're not flexible or they don't have that sort of right. um, ability it's to just, adapt no to new information that comes in. You know, you can sort of think like, all right, traditionally, I'm you know, I'm I'm very liberal. I believe in these sort of things, but you know, I sort of see things and I read things and I make judgments for myself. I'm not going to die on a hill for that belief or that ideology. I'm not a sort of martyr for this great uh, belief. You tell but... people to believe anything. You need to, people need to take it easy. Compromise. Nobody compromises anymore. It's all it's all internet. No, exactly, exactly. The way that I interpret that quote and the way that I sort of think about life sometimes is that it's um, and it's applicable to the picture Dorian Gray, that you're painting a portrait or something like that and the way that you're feeling and the way that you sort of, in that moment, interpret your reflection is portrayed in and captured in that moment, but for example, perhaps on another day you think that, all right, you know, the the clouds are out, so I might as well add an umbrella or I might as well put a sun hat on or whatever. It's, all, it's still yourself, but you malleable or you're adaptable to the circumstances and you're just changing and adapting to the environment. But I think that was great, Wayne. Thanks for that. Dave, sorry about that. What did you think? Hey, Dave. What's up, Dave? Hey, Maria. What's up, Dave? My, my buddy. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like this. Uh, you know, every now and then you have to remind people of this. Uh, not everybody thinks about yeah. it or, they, or they're, mm-hmm. they, they don't give a shit, you know, and, and they think <laughs> they're good enough, you know, and – you know, it, it, nobody's ever good enough. I mean, you go through right. life from uh, your inception to yeah. when you're dead, 
and it's a learning curve the whole time, you know, or should be as far as I'm concerned. You know, I mean, I sit here, I sit here every single day and I watch these videos on the universe and mathematics and how to fix my car and how to play guitar and write and stuff like that. And it's, it's a constant evolution for me, you know, and, and I think you did a really good service here with this poem because some of these people are so grounded out that they need their cage rattle a little bit and say, Hey, you know, are you the best you could be? I don't think so. You know, exactly. (laughs) You know, know, I just, I I think that's, uh, I think you did good here, Wayne, and, and you should be proud of who you are. You know, you're your own special person. Everybody has their own program that runs and, there's no such thing as the fastest gun in town. There's always somebody a little faster. They can always do something a little bit better than you, but that's okay, you know, because you can do something yeah. a lot better than they can, you know. It's a trade-off, you know. Um, you know, I get some of these jackasses that, that think there's such hot shit around me, and I and the first thing I do is walk over and pick up my eight-string guitar and say, hey, let's see what you can do with this. And they go, well, I don't know how to play guitar. Well, no shit, you know. Or can you play the piano? No, you know, like like Boo does. You know, I mean, those are those are God-given gifts, and and uh, you know, and, and she's smart enough to see that, and I hope that I'm smart enough to see it. <laughs> but uh, and Wayne has a God-given gift of humor, and he's a hell of a good writer, and he can write almost on anything. So. Um, that's that's Wayne's God's give, given gift, besides being a nice guy and my friend. <laughs> so that's what I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, every day you should be try to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And if you say that you know everything and you stop growing, then you're just dumber than you think. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you know, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people forget how good they are. They need to be reminded, hey, you're a great person. And wake up and you Yeah, that's right. Good. That's right. If you just I know. I'm own a mirror. I'm like, if only you could see how beautiful you are. If only you could see what yeah. we see. But I'm just telling everybody, hey, wake up. Yeah, agreed. Life is great. Life is great. Agreed. Agreed. You go, Wayne. Right. I'm ready right. for Jeff yeah. now, right. finally. Thanks, Wayne. Please I appreciate that. Can we... Play some SoundCloud. I'm ready for Jeff, but first we got yeah, 937 on the line. And then we can do Buddha after that, if that's all right. Yeah, I got the order on the board. Um, first, we need to welcome 937. Who is this? I think I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Boo. Everybody, hey, hey, how's everyone on that? Hello, Finn. You're getting great. Boo, is that I should know your number by now. Yes, that's Tala. Tala, yep. Hey. No, I'm Dave, Rom. Sugar. Boo, Dave. How's everyone tonight? Hey, hey. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, hey. Man's all here. You ready for Jeff? Man's all here. Rob? Yes. Who who joined us? Sorry, I didn't hear that. That's Silky. Silk. Oh, hey, hey. Thanks Silk. for joining us. Oh, hey. Us. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Is Jeff? around? Hey, Silk. Jeff. Oh, Wayne. Wayne. There we go, man. Hey, Wayne. Hey, Wayne. How's your neighbors, man? How's those neighbors, though? Tell my thing. You don't want to hear about my neighbors. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I do. 
<laughs> you went to that. You went to that with him. I mean, you cracked me up. <laughs> uh, ready for Jess when you are. Is he on the board? You ready for Jess? Finding Sandy in an unsung world. Shadows of a living sun were in the dust. Falling very battles. Cold in the storm, ill beings lived in his world. Even spiral, living at the start of his. My eyes, resting a thousand meters and riddles, waiting on my loan for the swimming. I had boom for stars. Another thing we were by, Lucy Edwards' car turned to gray, like a warm blanket. We found the children running in the biggest chance of wind dogs, bodily leaves dancing, bobbing on the leaves, tranquility, living in the sea, putting the visit in a sector. Campbell was dipped in open air, thumb in a vague mind, thumb in a cobweb, it's a beautiful world. Thank you. Great poem, Jaskaran. Thanks so much for writing that. And joining us on the board, we appreciate you hanging out with us all the way in the... Where are you, India? Um, yeah, so many sort of um, natural elements mentioned. And actually... And very significantly, one of the things that um, made my day today and what I woke up to, the first story I actually read in the morning, was a great um, news story about the farmer protests in India, which have been going on for over a year now. Um, it's actually one of the major sort of things that have been happening in the world. And... Um, the Prime Minister Modi overturned three controversial laws that um, greatly affected um, the largely sort of indigenous farming community um, who sort of, with their um, traditional religions and beliefs, have a great connection to the physical realm of existence um, and the sort of phenomenon that exists in that sphere. I think the way that Jaskaran writes and the way that he always sort of brings in the um, elements of um, Gaia and all the relationships between um, the earth and all the sort of the cosmos into it, you know, human seeing the tides, nature being there. Um, I think it's something that, at least in my life, is something that brings a great um, element of spirituality to me. I know that personally, I always feel, you know, the way that having a good relationship with the earth and my surroundings and being at peace with that, um, it really does it settles the storms within um, being at peace on the outside. So I really felt that 
quite relevant to the events of today and quite moving. Thanks, Jessica Ram, for joining us and for writing that for us tonight. And as always, for your sound clouds, which um, we always appreciate and it's really inspiring that you share those with us. Um, Silk, you've just joined us. What do you think of that? Hey, excuse me. Um, I actually, uh, I really enjoyed the, the entire piece. To me, it was, um, I think you nailed it by saying about the piece angle there, but also to me, it, it kind of had the, it was lovely. It, uh, I love the way it starts. Shot is from a lingering sun, blur into dust, falling cherry petals. It just gave such a beautiful uh, scene that he set there. But uh, to me, it also spoke of um, nature. It spoke of um of maybe the pain of loss, but also the peace that comes with uh, with final acceptance, I guess, um, where you find uh, and you get to a point where you're comfortable with it, you know, and uh, and I guess uh, gain that kind of uh, c'est la vie attitude. And uh, this, this is kind of how that, that spoke to me. I just uh, I thought it was beautifully written. Uh, his language was, was definitely gorgeous uh, as he went along here, and um, just great read, too. Wonderful poetry. Hey, Common, thanks for that. Wayne, what did you think of Jessica Dan's poem? You know, I said, um, this, is a, this is a wonderful little poem. The, the, every, every line he got in here is so unique and it's so, it's so neat in those little lines. Like he said, uh, he said, uh, highest chance of raindrops. You know, it, it, it was nice. And then, like scrambled, scrambled uh, wood, words and up in the air. That's, that's, that's a good one he had. It, it ended perfectly when he said it was, it's a beautiful world. That made it end perfect. So I did a great point and I enjoyed it. Thanks, Wayne. Yes, agreed. Um, Salwa. Oh, I love this poem. I feel like there's some sadness and loss when he says, my eyes possessing a thousand mists and riddles waiting all night for the lost companion. And just before it, the wind stirred above, whipping up the scared ashes. I think, like in their tradition, they do karmic. Uh, so this is uh, maybe ashes of someone dear to him, or maybe it's metaphoric. And he finds solace of the stain in nature, which he always does. So he writes, he, he let it out in the star in nature. I write for him for the star out in Lulibai and bring his and bring back his happiness, where he says. Uh, a beautiful word, like as you said, like it's a beautiful word, even though in the beginning he was saying sanity, finding sanity in the unsung word. So I guess nature brings him back to earth and remind him how beautiful it is, this, this life and this world. Beautifully done. Also, uh, we want to welcome Raz to the show, I believe. You there, Raz? Yeah, do you hear me? Hey, yeah. Hey, Raz. Sorry about that. How are you doing? How are you, Raz? Hello, Raz. Great to be here. Did you hear the poem, Raz? Yes, this would be a second time, and it does have its own kind of inverted meanings here, with the uh, one end being 
those cherry petals and what there is of performing or an ongoing relationship compared to knowing at the end of the day that you're one and together with that same person at sunrise of reminding you how beautiful it is, all of life's lost wonders and treasures. Yeah, thanks, Rosalie. Yeah, my computer was a bit slow there. I was on mute. Hey, Raz, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here, Mr. Cohen. How's how's Florida? Though? Yeah, good things. Yeah, you know, it's any other week. But uh, fortunately, unlike uh, certain years where it's completely warm, even in November, we're receiving a bit of wind. So that's definitely on a bright note. Everyone here does like uh, that aspect of the fall and the winter. If there's ever a down drop in degrees to the 70s, cool 60s. Yeah, that's great news. And I heard that California is getting some rain, so that's just a good. Um, what Dave, they call what do rain you think? <laughs> yeah, all them fires need a bit of rain. I mean, they didn't clear the forest, did they? But that's a whole nother story. What do you think, Dave? Well, <clears throat> to me, this was uh, almost like a kind of a form of uh, meditation in a way. I mean, I, you know, he, he writes uh, like he's got his eyes closed, you know, and, uh, uh, and he's picturing all of this and he's seeing it and, you know, he sees it all around him and then he closes his eyes and he relates it to himself. And it helps, you know, I, I, I know when I was uh, listening to this uh, that uh, I was relating it to myself and it has a calming, it had a calming effect on me, um, you know, and uh, we need to, we need to, to practice uh, a little self-discipline from time to time and, and uh, it helps for everything in your life, you know, and meditating uh, is a form of discipline. So is writing, playing an instrument, is is a form of discipline. Uh, martial arts is a form of discipline, you know. But uh, I really thought this was beautifully written, and uh, I, I like the, uh, uh, you know, how the the uh, descriptions went as far as the, you know, the cherry petals and and a uh, cold winter storm, you know, we, that's what we've got going on up here in Oregon right now. It's about 40, 45 degrees and raining. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and he speaks of raindrops here. And, and yeah, it's a beautiful poem. I thought it was really nice. I liked it. That's what I got out of it. Yeah, it, it's, one of, it's one of those things where if you – if you use natural elements, it's something that is both or not even both, but across the board is universally relatable and it's also the most sort of pure form of understanding that we have with senses, you know, in a sort of consciousness um, 
Ram that tastes and all these things that make consciousness what it is, um, is all existence in that natural sphere, which is all relatable to the Dharma um, realm. Um, have I missed anyone? Sorry, I'm trying to keep track of who we got to comment. But thanks, Jask. As you can hear, we've all thoroughly enjoyed that one. Right, Boot, can we okay, do I'm ready food for start. Yeah, ready. All right, cool.
before we do that, mm-hmm. Rob, I think Jay. I think we may need to take Jay first and then get comments on Bud if you don't mind. He's at work. Um, sorry, Bud. Jay, you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. Yes, JCA. So I'm sorry. Um, we're gonna put Jay up, and then he's at work, and then I'll put um, we'll get the comments on Bud. Okay, because he only has ten minutes, I think. Sorry, Bud. Um, and Jay, I got your poem over here. Where did I put it? Shoot. Let me find it real quick. <laughs> sorry, I forgot. I got a different list. Let's see who gets there quicker. All right. <clears throat> You're going to get there quicker. <laughs> hey, Jace. Yeah, how are you? I can't yeah, beat you. I, I can't it. beat you. I can't beat you. Okay. Yeah. You know what's up? All right. I got it. I got it. All right. Here we go. Yeah. This, Sorry, this but... over the Over the shoulders. Read the poem, and then I want to make a couple comments but it goes like this. I picked a quote, a uh, man's face is his autobiography. Turned to the black, sealed my working eyes. Grizzled stains paint the skin, worn in the rivers of the crow feet, in the dimples, in the cheeks. Pale neon luminescence crowed to the swain, shrouded in the smoke screen of the burning toothpick garden. Still voice of the honey bear resting in the botanics of the reflecting pool as the mocking jay screams for the men to cut the flower stems. Skunk striped stubble lines the soft olive face in the motion pictures played in the theater of war and the machine brings of hospital bings of hospital beds chin erect over the shoulder integrity intact. Great poem, JCA. Um, thanks for taking time out of work Damn. to join us and to read that. Um, something quite different um, from what we've had. And the quote that that was too is, uh, a man's face is his autobiography. And one of the pieces that sort of jumped out at me was um, the theater of war, which since um, since some of the comments by Julian Assange back in the day about the nature of these never-ending wars and the, um, the sort of nefarious nature of what they represented, um, I have felt it to be something sort of theater-esque and all these sort of things that are, as the the quote reads, it's um, autobiographical, it's permanent, it's stains and it's something that's lasting but as part of people's um as i said nefarious means of profiteering and making money out of 
real sort of um, people's livelihoods and essentially their very physical representation. So it's something quite heavy and really, I mean, really something to think about and to, you know, chew on that because that's a whole lot to think about that's really deep that hits in the heart of the matter, don't it? Um, thanks, Jace, they're moving and really sort of um, trying to, to wrestle with and to think about. Um, Raz, what do you think of JCA's time? Yeah, I could definitely sense that uh, fear of the war. In fact, this reminded me a bit of what went on during World War One and the Spanish flu virus that killed 50 million. There's a, a sense of shock here at the extremities of which uh, politics can go when referring to Oscar Wilde, the quote with the poem, and how it's only a question of looking into a face that's not completely a man, what there is of these deeper fears. Thanks. Yeah, it's something, I mean, it's saying that it's not only because, like, the the severity and the weight of that autobiographical and the the face is almost being um, the multitude of, of meanings in that way that is um, almost imprinted, you know, like, like the wrinkles and the creases and all that, that sort of are things on the soul, you know, like the whole um, picture Dorian Gray relevance that is um, reflections on the soul, all these things that are like post-traumatic stress and all that, you know, like it's the sort of thing that is for the entirety of life and thing that we can't actually understand unless we've been in it. So very, very deep. Um, Salwa. Oh, this is really powerful. Um, you always bring JCA or um, personal experience in the war often in your poems. And this is, I love how you say, uh, literally, as uh, you could see the man's face and his autobiography, you really showed us this as saying, um, turn to the black seal, my work, and I, with the same pain, the skin. There's so much in here. You talk about not only the the face, the skin, the feet, the cheeks, um, and you go back to the face at the end. And even the voice, there's so much uh, mocking Jay's scream for the man to cut the flowers. And there's, it's very um, abstract, but still we can follow you because um, you talk about war, you talk about, let's say, the war and the machine. It's, and I, the, the, you, descri- you describe the war as a theater where people have to play uh, their roles. There's so much in there. Uh, even some personal, more personal things, I guess, in there as well. But I don't want to go on forever. Given, I know you have to go, so I'm going to give a chance to someone else. Great poem. Well done. 
Thanks. Yeah, there's a there's a lot contained within this poem that is very personal yeah. and uh, relevant for what's happening right now. Uh, okay. and, um, definitely something that really has hit me hard, and uh, I'm glad that. Hello. What's happening? Hello. Did you see a drop? I I hear you, Sawa. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can hear. Yeah. I'm not sure happened maybe, to GTA. Yeah, maybe. maybe Boo, are you on mute? Maybe he'll call back yeah, in. Yeah, no, I'm on mute. Maybe he'll call back Sorry. in, but um, it reminds me, I've got this book of poems. Um, it's, I think it's called Every Man's Poems, War Poems by um, Rupert Brooke and Wilfred Owen. Obviously, there's a famous one um, about... Uh, you know, there's even that um, handwritten um, what what remained the uh, um, you know the sort of I think it was the first World War, weren't it? When they wrote them poems, the two of them being um, sort of uh, trench warfare men. Um, and writing poems on what they experience. Um, I always sort of have that thought about J.C.'s poems to reflect that, and it's actually one of my favorite poetry books that I read very often. Um, and it's also, it was the, uh, the remembrance week now for the English and around Europe. I don't know if they have anything in in America for that, but, you know, we all sort of wear the poppies and that. But, yeah, that was great. Um, I don't know if JC is going to call back in, but we can finish his comments and then we can go on to um, Buddha. So, uh, Silk. Silk. Yeah, I'm sitting stuck on the button here. <laughs> and uh, no, I, I thought this Stop was a deeply so spiritual poem. I, I, I really um, enjoyed it. And uh, uh, his read, I thought his read was really well done. Um, to me, I love that second stanza. Pale neon luminescence crowd, crowd for the swain shrouded in the smoke screen of the burning toothpick garden. I don't know what that was. Something about that just gave me that uh, good uh, poetry, like little um, thrill you get like in your spine or in your brain, you know, uh, when, when you read a good poem. And uh, I just, uh, I really dug his direction. He went in here and just, uh, like I said, the whole piece was uh, was clever, I thought. It was, uh, it was fantastic and, and spiritual, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. The poem, the poem I was actually thinking about, the one that sort of is a um, almost, they always get the sort of, the seller um, from that book is um, the Anthem for Doomed Youth, which was even the name of, I think, uh, album by the Libertines. The great group, if any of you are into that sort of like 2000s British music scene. 
Um, Pete Doherty and that, by the way, speaking about Anglo-Irish writers. Um, yeah, who hasn't commented? Wayne. Yes, this is a this is an amazing poem. Every stanza in this is, is a work of art. If you just read what each stanza, I said it's just amazing how he, how he writes. It's just abstract enough where you can understand it and make it more intense. It's a great great poem we got here. And uh, he read it. And he read it. The first stanza I thought was this is amazing. The second stanza he was a little bit more more intense. By the time he got to the point, he was, he was just he was getting a great emotion going. Has a perfectly read. And I think it's a great poem. That's all I got to say. Absolutely agree. And as we started off the evening on the quotes about authenticity and being yourself, it was a reflection that it did feel very raw and true to um, the transparency of his soul. And who? What did you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I think it seems very angry to me. Um, about the war, what kind of war he's talking about, what kind of war is going on um, in his life, maybe. And then, fluid stained, shrouded smokescreen, um, burning toothpick garden. I think that's so cool, so deep right there. And for brevity, I mean, just the way he read it alone, I was like, whoa. Um, I could feel the emotion. And then the mocking Jay scream, so someone who's making him... Um, look small, maybe, and is causing a lot of bullshit, uh, is what I see there. And, and um, Chin interacts with shoulders, integrity intact, but he's going to come out on top, he's going to come out uh, stronger. I think he's saying a lot of what Oscar Wilde says, be yourself, so that's what he's doing. And, um, yeah, I felt it. Great uh, comments. Um think I didn't miss anyone, did I? Uh, I don't know if uh, Running Wolf was with us. Yeah, Me. sorry. And Dave. Is Wolf still here? I don't think um, we can. And did we get Raz and Dave? Did you go, Dave? No, I, no, I haven't. Okay, go ahead, Dave. Well, I don't know what to make of this. Uh, you know, it's it's fairly abstract for dumb old Dave here, but um, you know, I I I I like the authenticity of um, you know how he feels about you know he's talking about the war a little bit. I don't know if that's a personal war, like you said, Boo, or or if it's he's talking about the real McCoy. Um, you know, I. It wouldn't surprise me if there was a little bit of a slam towards Hollywood about how they perceive uh, soldiers in wartime and, and what's going on. They never do get it right. Uh, that's that's one of, always a bone of contention with me when I watch some of these movies. Uh, you know, the only ones that have come close to it's Clint Eastwood, as far as I'm concerned, and and uh, and you know some of the rest of these people, you know. They're full of shits of Christmas goose when it comes to being in combat and, and what's really going on, you know. And so this, uh, you know, the front part of the poem, um, I'm not sure if I understand it correctly, so I'm not going to comment on it. But um, it, it was well well written. I I enjoyed listening to it being read. So that's my opinion. 
what it's worth. And Rez? Did Rez come? Yeah. Uh, I wrote back on it also reminding me a bit of uh, World War One and the Spanish flu bug. You know, how I won the war. I lost. That's good. Yeah, that's true. All right, that's everybody, Rob. All right. Um, I don't know if it's... So, I don't know if you want to play the song okay, so again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we, well, we should do that probably, yeah. I think yeah. that's fair. I know, it's so good. We want to hear okay, that again. Okay, Come 
<laughs> okay. Well, that was rocking. <laughs> uh, let's see. Felwa, what do you think of that? Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. na. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love it. It's really very um, uplifting. I just have so much talent. I envy him in a beautiful way. It's really like almost an invitation for someone. Come on, let's take a ride into the pitch of the night. Very romantic. No longer need to hide. Just come out. Uh, be, be with me. It's so beautiful to have fair winds that say, let's skip the days forever. It's like a let's escape from this everyday and madness, what's happening, and enjoy life. That's what I see here. And move on with grace. Be carefree. Don't worry about anything. Just be yourself. I, I love it. That's what I see. Great job. Udo. You are right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, Silky. Yeah, I, I I totally love the song. I, I I couldn't find the link though, so I'm I'm having to comment from what I I listened to. I I really enjoyed. Um, it kind of had a um, a soft grunge feel to me on the singing and the the playing of the guitar there. But also, I, I really, I really dug that because because I love uh, kind of grunge music and um, and rock and yeah, that just totally rocked to me. Um, yeah, like like uh, I think Kaylin just on the board uh, record label, please, and and I'm I'm agreeing there because uh, uh, it was a catchy, really catchy tune, and it just had me tapping my foot and kind of humming along as uh, he sang and played there, and uh, I just totally dug it about her. That was awesome. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what happened to Rob, but <laughs> did it lose you? Okay, maybe he dropped. All right, so razzle dazzle. Yeah, I could see this to be one of those crowd pleasers. What you have Bruce Springsteen in the '80s with uh, "Dancing in the Dark," you know, it just motivates uh, those who hear to. Uh, want to embrace that very movement of rock and uh, take it to uh, the next level. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> is Wayne still here? No, right? Yes, I am. I'm moving to the corner. I'm moving to the corner. Yes, you are, Wayne, my friend. You, did you have your lighter <laughs> up, Wayne? Yes, I did. Uh, this is this for my Sunday morning music. I'll I get up in uh, like early Sunday morning, like five thirty. I put Buddha on. And they can play four or five songs for me. I, I've sung this song before. It's that uh, you know, I mean, get. You know how much I like him on Sunday morning because that's what I do on Sunday mornings. Just the Buddha jam. He has great music, great words, and you always feel better when you hear his music. Great songs. Bud rocks, I know. I just you seem to have his own concert or make a CD or something. It's incredible wording. You could hear it in his voice. The guitar riffs were off the hook on that one. I mean, the guitar riffs were amazing on that one. You rock, Bud. And uh, Dave, you're up. Okay. All right. This was uh, my uh, quote was, love is like playing a piano first. You must learn to play by the rules, then you must forget the rules and play from your heart. <clears throat> okay, this is called learning to walk before you run. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, it, it sounds like this. Love is a leaned, emo- learned, leaned. Love is a learned emotion. 
no A string at birth. If A is equal to B, then A string is no longer null. The learning process begins, unlike data on a Mobius loop, doomed to forever repeat the same mistakes over and over. Is taught plus or minus correctly some percentage of the time, sometimes missing altogether, lacking all 88 keys from its base, sharps and flats of life, and half tones on the piano of love makes its own sort of music, concertos or pure dissonance, pitch of the notes in phase, leading or lagging one another of 180 degrees out of phase, zero output, null A string again, Middle C central emotion can increase or decrease its value in half tones depending upon who's teaching. Foundations in love, foundations in music, foundations in humanity, products of vector quantities give emotional growth, direction in life, intellectual development, how to play the instruments. Other instruments all point back to the black and white keys uh, on the piano of humility. Humanity, I'm sorry. They can make such a glorious music. I chose the guitar. My parents chose me. My father showed me all the sharps and flats of manners and respect, how to treat others in half tones from the bass clef to the treble. The guitar looks back onto the piano for its foundations, black and white keys blended into frets, into halves and whole tones, whose masters, mastery leads to higher levels of understanding becomes the music of your soul, becomes the music of your love, a high level of meditation and of existence and poem. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's really good, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Well, oh, uh, yeah, this one, I, I think the same quote, well, I was going to, I wrote like a couple of versions, but uh, of course, but um, the music references to life, I dig the picture too, the picture is really cool making you run, walk before you run. Uh, yeah, I picked the same one, too. I love this learning process begins, and unlike data on a, a loop, doomed and never repent. All the piano reference, the music, the uh, concerto, the pure dissonance, pitch, the notes. Yeah, this is really good. 180s out of phase, zero input. Uh, I like the technical stuff you've got here, too. And then the main important part, foundation in love, foundation in music, foundation in humanity. I, that's the problem. I think a lot of parents don't teach their kids that anymore, and they don't have any values, morals, class, you know, respect, any rules, and that's going to lead right. to chaos. And then uh, I love I chose the guitar. My parents chose me. That's badass. I love, love, love this one, Dave. Really good. Um, oh, thanks. Bella. Thanks, Boo. Yeah, this is great. Really, I agree with Boo. Really great. Um, learning to walk before you run. <laughs> <laughs> this it's enough, I think, to talk about itself. It's just really say already a lot. Don't like literally step by step, and as the people unfortunately rush, they want to get up there before really taking step by step. That's what I see here. Take it easy. <laughs> That's the beginning of the poem, but then. Yeah. Um, and you talk about love, you talk about, you give it even a kind of uh, mathematical uh, um, explanation, or, uh, which is interesting. But, um, I mean, there's so much how your parents raised you, how the foundation, the instrument, the music. It's really about not only love, I think it's life, higher level of understanding, blending into frets and half and whole tones. Yeah. Whole mastery leads to higher level of understanding. 
So it takes time to be to master things. You don't get to this level until yeah. step by step, as you said. Yeah. That's what I see here. Mm-hmm. And uh, take your time. Yeah. Well, you're right. You're right on the money, so. Right on the money. I agree with what, it's really great what Q said. She said, dude, the content is so smart. Remark, I feel so kindergarten, really so much knowledge in this poem, Dave. That's what Q said on the board. Oh. That's a cute comment. Yeah, that's oh, pretty cool. Well, thank you. Um, Wayne, what did you think of Dave's poem? Well, I said, amen, brother. Uh, respect to Dave seems to be out of style. And uh, I like where you said the higher level of understanding becomes the music of your soul. That's a, that's a great line there. That's a good point all the way through, and you did a great job on this. And, and uh, it's a motivation. That's all we all need, a little bit of motivation. Great job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, brother. Did you just write that today, Dave? Is that a new one? I yeah. Didn't look at the... Yeah, brand, brand oh, okay. spanking new. I wrote it for your show. You go, I wrote boy. it for your show, boo. <laughs> All right, you nailed it. There you go. Thank you so much. Um, Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. Razzle. Yeah. Here, this is like a perspective of a supercomputer thinking out the meaning of music. It's done with such sharp allegrity when discussing the whole subject that, uh, you can see how each individual key kind of builds its own series of fractions, which later amount to uh, the universal harmonic. Yeah, you know, you're rubbing off on me a little bit, Raz. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> hey, rub some <laughs> over here. <laughs> Silky. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah, sorry about that. Hey, there you go. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, That's I thought, good. I thought, um, similar, um, similar songs to what, what I said. It has sort of, um, you know, the, obviously, what I think is the most covered song in the history of all music, um, Leonard Cohen's song, Hallelujah, speaking about the effects mm-hmm the almost religious experience of music and it does speak to that and I also thought about the um, you know the sort of pretentious bastard that I am the quote by Picasso um, about learning the rules like a pro so you can forget them like an artist the way that you know um, the sort of relationship between neuroplasticity and repetition you know like when you sort of do the same thing over and over again you stumble upon genius you make a mistake that turns out to be something quite phenomenal um and that's all sort of the process that happens behind the scenes in the subconscious um, there's so many sort of philosophical layers to this and even to the quote because, um, you know, the rules are sort of, and especially coming from Oscar Wilde, who was someone that was highly critical of normalities and 
societal structures and rules, put bluntly, um, it does have numerous layers. I think this is playing also again to sort of reflect on and to read again. I'll definitely come back to this and read it again because there are um, many things to reflect on and a lot to process because it's that good. I really enjoyed that. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for joining us. I believe that you have to run. You got what, doggy stuff? Or, what was that? Yeah, he's, oh, I don't know. He's, he's, the last couple of days he's been real antsy and tearing around the house and stuff. And I got him on uh, some antibiotics and I, I think it's got his uh, digestive tract fouled up if you, if you get my meaning. <laughs> so, yeah, probably. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. when he, yeah. So when he wants to go outside, um, I don't, I don't uh, put him off, you know. So, <laughs> and he's been yeah, he's been fussing at me, and yeah, I thought so too. So, anyway, I think um, Dave, hey, um, I enjoyed myself. Was, so I think Silk wanted to comment on your days before you go. I think Silk wanted to. Um, oh, okay. Comment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. I'll I'll stay for that. You ready, Silky? <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, my apologies there, Dave. I, I was I had to get up and deal with something, but I did listen to the poem, and um, from what I I heard you read, I, I thought you uh, you did a very uh, fantastic read there, as as Nora. And I love the kind of uh, you kind of like had a little bit of attitude with the whole null uh, a sign thing you were doing there. I thought it, I thought I really liked that. And uh, well, it's, and, uh, it's yeah. part of uh, it's part of a. Uh, it's part of a uh, uh, instructional code in a computer. Uh, a null A string returns a. Uh, it just depends yeah. on how it's how it's the syntax, but it'll return one, uh, a true or false statement, you know. And uh, yeah. a Mobius loop is a continuous loop, you know. It, it just goes on and on. And uh, right. So some people, what I was saying is, some people just don't. They never, they don't ever get any better because they're on that Mobius loop and they don't look outside the box and they don't want to, you know. And, and getting good on any kind of an instrument is uh, is a form of discipline. It's a form of meditation, and that's what separates the good musicians from the mediocre ones. And I, and I don't mind the, the time it takes. I've been playing about fifty years, and so you know it's. You know, it, it's time out of my life that's well spent. So, when you go play, when you go play, the I song. agree. It sounds better. It, it takes the, it's worth the time. Agreed. Yeah, you, you can play a song yeah, with me, Dave. But, but, I know you well, can play a song. Know, um, send me a music and we'll play it anytime, well, Dave. We only got one from good. you, I think. So. One so far that I've seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, there's a couple of them in there. Uh, you, if you guys can go in. One of them is called High Heels, and it's about my fascination with Lee's feet. But it's it's all an instrumental, and I, I and I did every bit of, I did every bit of it by myself. But it's kind of long, so you know you can chop of, it off anytime you want. What's the name of it? What's it called? High Heels. It, it's called High Heels. It's on my page. It's on my uh, oh, poetry okay. page. Oh, I thought you meant it was in the studio. Yeah. No. Anytime you want to no. send me an MP3, all that, we'll play it. I'll put it in here for you, and you could uh, you could hear it. So okay. Here, I was looking right now if we had anything. I was looking to see if I had anything musical for you. I think you only have maybe one thing in here, if even. But 
Yeah, anytime you send me an MP3, and we'll do it. Um, you can anytime anybody anybody has any music or anything they want to hear, we're always open to play it. So okay. Um, thank you, Dave. Okay. Well, thanks for having thanks for having me tonight, you guys. <laughs> My, yeah, my whole sort of computer is just not playing along nicely. Um, but yeah, wow. Um, I think the that little bit of pause for dramatic effect and that bit of silence was fitting adieu because it was certainly something that was quite gripping and um, the read was sort of like... Um, performance art it was like you know sort of added to the density of the actual the substance of the words and i'm so glad that we have soundclouds for these sort of rights because i don't think any of us could have done it the justice that that did um yeah like i mean that last little bit there's no art artistry or not the last bit but the second last stanza is no artery in being killed by the sip. It should be done by the edge of the blade. It's so heavy and you almost 
feel that sort of sharp, that sharpness to it. I also loved in the third last stanza, the repetition in that last line that choose, choose, choose in the way that you read it and said it. Well, certainly, um, again, like really added to um, the quality of the poem. Is certainly something to read again because it's yeah. Also, it's something quite um, <laughs> yeah, superb. Actually, I'm all the. Yeah, also the Be Yourself, Everyone Else Is Taken. Um, I love the picture as well, because that's what I was saying earlier, wasn't it? About that drawing a portrait or painting a portrait and adding an umbrella. You, know, you don't know what's going to happen, and you have to be adaptable, liquid-like. So, very cool. I like that a lot. What did you think, Solwa? Of the edge. Oh, I love uh, I love uh, this poem. It's very um, it is it keeps you on the edge actually, with the picture and the wording edge of the cliff. It's like someone almost um, something bad going to happen. Screaming my name, cutting wind. It's um, almost like making a choice between going down or or going backwards. And uh, I think my haunted inner whispers, shoes, shoes. Like you are sometimes in life where you, in any decision, not necessarily to jump or, or like you, you don't know what decision to take. And I feel like this is, it could be a metaphor of that or, or someone um, um, remembering maybe some pain from the past. Upon the moonlight, I hear the rain drumming. There is no artistry of being killed by the tip. I should be done by the edge of the blade. So here we go. And she made the decision. I love, I love the ending. And I sway sideways, drifting her away from the edge. So her choice is to really, and I love the choice she made at the end. Kind of my heartbeat was going up, up. What's going to happen? It was really kept me in the edge the first time I read it. Um, beautifully done. And it presents, um, unfortunately, so many lives and so many people. We'll go through this. Well done. I really like it. Yeah, I agree. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so I don't know if Wolves is still with us. No, we have a new caller, though. And it's been quiet. Um, we have a new caller, 218. Um, want to say hello? I'm so sorry. Babel. Beautiful blade. I mean, beautiful blade. Are you there? Hey, how are you? I'm so Hello. sorry about that. Hi. I didn't know that I didn't think about it. It's I all good, my anxiety. Thank hey, you. welcome, beautiful blood. <laughs> yeah, hey, she called me Mara's Mariah. I also answered a mom. Okay, mom, Mariah, Mariah. Okay, that works. Thanks for coming. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What did you think, Silk? Yeah, Naomi, I, I really dug uh, I dug this piece. And the way you read it, too, you just had this, like, um, this almost creepy, even almost sexy way, I guess, with your French accent there, uh, of reading too, that, uh, that really drew me in. It had the whole, um, hot, uh, Halloween vibe, I thought. Um, 
And uh, yeah, like uh, like someone was saying earlier about that choose 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 line, uh, that 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 was especially I thought haunting. And uh, I loved your little bit of uh, thing here. Uh, there is no artistry in being killed by the tip. It should be done by the edge of the blade. And uh, I um just uh, I love this. this is a very yummy like a uh, dark poem, and I really dug it. Good piece. <laughs> Is it Dave? Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's almost like because of the sort Dave. of um, constraints of time and what we are able to um, fit in, there's so much more to say because it is really a dense sort of um, substantial bit of writing, which is phenomenal considering the yeah, the actual sort of weight of what's said in such a few lines. Um, I've also just read through the entirety of the notes, and I haven't watched Dune. I don't know if it's any good, but I've heard good things. I don't know. Shall I watch it? Let me know um, if it's any good. Uh, Raz, have you commented? Raz, comment and then bleed. Would uh, definitely be much to think about. I have seen this piece in the last four days. And uh, that one inner verse of choose, 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 it seems that we reach those moments when all we could do is wait to make that next right or wrong and altering decision but what there is with the edge there's uh, a sense would anyone carry out this suicide how I heard this same poem commented upon earlier in the week was fear of heights that uh, you reach uh, a tall building sometimes and there's psychologists who think it's a natural response that you wonder what it's like if you would fall. Okay, so Wayne, what do you think? Can you hear me? I hear you. Oh, what's happening? I hear you, Wayne. He muted himself. <laughs> Maybe he muted himself. Okay. Hey, Wayne, don't ignore me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I guess that was, that. I don't know. I always do have a problem with Wayne. Yeah. Why that is, but you need I, I don't know. Do you need me to grab poems for you? You need me to help until Rob come back. Uh, grab poems for you. No, it's okay. I, I no. Uh, oh, I see. I think I see Wayne right here. Here we go. Eight six zero. Boy, I I really need to. Hello. I know. Everybody needs to go. That's the problem. Like, no, 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 no. Everybody no, wants no, to go. No, I mean, I, no, I mean, um, I didn't mean it this way. I meant to to help you out with the. Oh no, it's okay. I got, I'm okay. Well, I'm okay. 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 I
that. I'm sorry, Ron. It's going to be mobile and then queue. No, it's all right. I was saying the same thing. I was just on mute. Um, sorry, we just got, for those that are listening along, we've only got, I think, like 13 minutes left or something. No, we, we so, can stay over. We're going to have to stay over. Like, we've got yeah, like an hour. Yeah, no, I'll um, no, yeah, get them on. I'm just looking for um, almost, um, home. Oh, here she goes. Okay. I think this is the one she wants. Okay, so Momo and then Q. And then, okay, so here's for Momo. Um, so, can Sal, could you read for Momo? Oh, I'll be honest. Okay. Um, glad she's back. What if I say, if I say I'm living because of you, will you sit back and believe me? Like the stars have shined the night of yesterday. Today, I'm shining only for you. If I say I will jump up on your body after a tiring hike on Monday afternoon, will you let yourself embrace me, my mind that always looks for you? If I say you signed the biggest mistake, for choosing me as a partner in the weirder stock. Would you pick your phone and look for a substitute or bring some popcorn and continue the no most important talk? Life till every stage I step into, I shall look for a mirror that paints your face. Even if today I am on my dead bed, I will have a smile remembering our days. If I say, I'm walking in the world of fantasy. Will you ride a horse like a handsome groom? Hold my hands that are rusted and soft and take me as a bride in the name of God. You are like a diary that I write every night. Make me realize my mistake and have my insights. I become so innocent with small little talks and forget to anger after acquiring fox. If I say every night in your lap, say you will embrace me and kiss me on my face. If I say I'm laughing because you are only mine, say you won't leave me by any mistake. If I'm asleep forever into the woods, come to my dream, I will be waiting. Come to that word of fantasy and the form. Nice read, Tawa. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> what do you think, Tawa? She's such a, an amazing writer for her age. It's just so impressive. Um, she always puts her emotion in there. So, like, crow, you can feel it. Uh, how much there's all this question, if, if, if. And um, sometimes, like, we show you that there is kind of uncertainty. And, but there is a wish and longing for the other, for those questions to happen. Um, but she doesn't know the answer. I think that's what I see here. It's very kind of almost um, to read words. Um, mm-hmm. Really beautiful. Mm. Blade, what did you think? Um, I have to get back to you on that. My kids are running around. Wild. <laughs> oh, that's all right. It's okay. You didn't hear it. Uh, razzle, razzle, dazzle. 
Yeah, here there's an edge of pop, yet the subject matter is fantasy, and that is not discussed in any kind of popular context, either lyrically or poetically, which gives it that much more of an original angle when you see the overall piece of how you have someone of whom you can think of and in these fantasies find a connection that otherwise might not (laughs) realistically be there. Oh, my God. Okay. That was interesting. Thanks, <laughs> oh Lord, that was, I think that uh, well doesn't matter. Okay, all right. So did I miss anybody? Silky, did I miss you? Where did you go already? No, I'm here. No, he did. I thought I thought this was a lovely piece. Uh, and yeah, I totally saw the self love in it. I love this stanza. Uh, you are like a diary that I write every night. Make me realize my mistake and have my insights. I become so innocent on your small little thoughts and forget the anger after quarreling thoughts. I just, I, I love that stanza because it just kind of rolled off the tongue to me and it just kind of summed up the poem very nicely. Um, uh, and uh, it just had a lovely feel to it uh, as well as the whole piece. And, uh, and like I said, I thought it was beautiful. Um, uh, it was romantic. And, um, this lovely. Yeah, this is pretty romantic. I agree. Um, I wonder if she's in love. I never saw her <laughs> write anything <laughs> like this. Not and what if I say that's a really cool title. Um, well, if I say I'm living because of you, will you sit back and believe me? That's a big deal when you're living for somebody. If you say you, I signed the biggest mistake. Like, she's going down all the lists. I don't know if this is, like, unrequited or somebody she's loves. for. If I say I need every night on your lap, say you embrace my kiss, sounds like she's looking maybe from afar or she wants, she's questioning. Um, then you see the quote, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. And if you don't love yourself, then as we know, cliche, nobody's going to love you either the same way. This is really deep and something um, different for you. I think, Momo, great job here. Three hours ago. Um, nice job. I don't know what happened to my other half, but his computer is hell. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I heard okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And? Yeah, did you, did I you thought blind that I'm trying to contemplate is the hold my hands that are rusted and soft. I mean, I think about the sort of... Um, the the way that could have any sort of um, relevance and obviously not the electrochemical process, but I think back to um, one of my mates. His um, he was an artist, but what he actually did was he made paints um, in certain shades that were um you know unnatural and he would use things like rust and he would take things from the ocean and add it to different things and it was actually 
sorry about that. Um, it was actually quite amazing to see what he would do with rust to paint to create shades that were previously unnatural. So that's the only sort of thing that, I mean, obviously it's, it's one of those things where it's one line that, you know, you could talk about for hours on end, but I thought it was good. Thanks, Momo. Right, um, we've got Q next, don't we? Yes, we do. All right, let's see. You got her. I put her on there twice for Bed of rivulets. It was uncharted water. With gone, strugulated waves. Pilled off from the shore, tapping Morse code of slow, rolling quake. Rift pearls didn't steer. He denied the avalanche corals, buried deep below Atlantis foams, floating above seabed treasures. As the red tide drew on, the ocean was gripped with the post-quital treatise, swallowed by soul winger, millimeter by excruciating millimeter. The rhythmic baritone branching out like a pastel of trays launched, reaching out to Mariana Trench, pitch into steel, the foul, breaking to fornicate. It started as a single stream into complex symphony of splatters, crashing to what seemed to be reaching crescendo, quick and slow, wild and shrill falsetto, a drenched chorus of sea, current wreckage. Few errant droplets spattered in my eyes. Liquid caress of erratic burst. Drows blood coping down acid. Soaking the already pale feature to luminous white. Separated by long stretch of shadow of a muted sour light. Dang. Yeah, I think I think um, let's just get two comments in, and then if everyone else can um, rise the comments so that we can get full that I just seen on the board. I think we only got um, a few, like two or three minutes left, so we can get his in as well. No, yeah. Oh. Okay, we can stay over, so we're gonna have to. So yeah, we can get him next. Yeah, and then if everyone can just rise the comments on the poem, that would be obviously. Um, appreciated and fair. So, um, yeah, uh, Raz and Solwa, if you could comment on that one, please. Well, there's definitely here a deep sense of violation, and it's open and raw. What the poet is describing, these are the first moments in which all you had known of your senses has been pretty much knocked down out of its usual stream of defenses. And uh, I see the reference point is God ransacking a pagan religion and a massacre of chastity. So I feel that might be relevant, except uh, what there is with that temptation, would God even know? Yeah, true. Sala? This is really kind of um, a ship, uh, as the broad mentioned in her author note, it kind of leads you to what it's about. 
um, someone who been robbed or maybe massacred or necessity. Um, and where she says it, um, at the branching out, I kind of lost track. Sorry, I start a single stream into complexity. Crashing torrents seem to reach in crescendo quickly, flow away in the shrill pulsato. Like it's like it's almost like folds of sea of current work. There's so much pain. It's like almost a sea that uh, wreckage that damage everything. Her imagery is so strong, and her eyes, a few errant droplets better than my eyes. Um, I I see a lot of pain in here and sadness. Uh, that's what I see, a slow rolling quake. All her expressions are something that's taking over and destroying her. Uh, very traumatic, actually. And uh, amazing verbiage and imagery. Thank you, Zawa. My pleasure. Does Phil have a sound file? I hope not, because <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna put Phil on the He probably does, right? If not, Sophie, yeah. can you read for Phil? Because I don't know. I may have it. Let me check. I did it actually early, so let me see. Yeah, he does. It's called Woman. Yeah, ready then. I'm ready. This is a poem by Phil the Poet I don't see called I don't see Woman. Woman, your natural curves and virtuous style excite the shining night within a sheepish smile. Poetry is written of your beauty that will never age. For centuries, the book of verse will shield the secret page. Woman, your tenderness softens the brute's strength with a subtle revelation of an eyelash length. Princes would go far beyond the duty of man just to have the chance to kiss your delicate hand. Woman, you're a volcano ready to erupt with passion, trying to hide your feelings with the latest fashion, looking for protector, a defender of valiant pursuits, kidnapping him by the mere glimpse of your attributes. Woman, you're a treasure that pirate digs for, Search beyond the mountains where the eagle soar, just to see you move, just to smell your fragrance, just to get a kiss from your heart-shaped lips, perchance. Woman, you're a mystery to me, but oh, what a treasure, bestly in the depths of a love-making adventure. Exhausted after a night of passion, Sleep, my love, <laughs> for at last I found my beautiful turtle dove and of poem. You go, Phil. <laughs> yeah, wow, what a, what a rise. Um, that was very, very cool, and I think it was the only one to that quote, in fact. Um the part that really sort of um, knocked me out was the second last stanza, the a, a treasure that pirates dig for, 
um, beyond the mountains that Eagles saw, you saw that thought that, I mean, on a real level, you know, Eagles can sort of really fly on all sort of, um, or across the sky that is known to us, or at least in our understanding of sortable in, or planes, blue planes or whatever. I'm sorry, I'm exhausted. It's 6 a.m. right now. Um, but that <laughs> really does speak to the, um, to the quote about, uh, you know, not understood but to be loved because it's something that's comprehensible but um, or at least something that's imaginable even if not uh, really plausible perhaps, if that makes sense quite lucid at this point to me but I think that's part of the game isn't it uh, Raz what did you think of <laughs> time? I wholeheartedly agree with this entire poem fitting perfectly as to the quote women are made to be loved not understood this shows a, a deep admiration of the thought of women and uh it's extremely romantic as to what a man usually is not expected to do would be bothering to even mention the slightest critique is then you have the whole argument again of uh, Venus and Mars. Oh, yeah, that's a show in itself, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Silk. Yeah, can you come right back to me? I had to, I had to get up for a minute. Oh, no problem, no problem, no problem. Um, Blade, did you want to comment? Or Beard, Beard's here too. Beard snuck in the back. Beard or Blade, did you want to comment on the phone? Uh-huh. Beard's being shy now. <laughs> okay. Well, I will comment on the phone then. Phil. He's always going to give you something different every time, you know, and you, you never know what to expect. And this is uh, romantic, and I agree a lot with what Raz said, too. Um, I like the title, too. It's just simply woman. Like, you guys will never quite understand us, and we probably won't ever understand you. But um, the way he describes it is really unique. And I loved his voice. Um, and, you know, anytime you're done and you're exhausted, well, hey, that's always a good thing in my book. Your tenderness and softness, your strength, your subtle revelation, eyelash length, great rhyme too. Um, your volcano ready to erupt. Really great images here, uh, Phil. I think you did an awesome job. Women are made to be loved, not understood. I, I bet all you guys could agree on that one, huh? <laughs> uh, good job there. Did you want to say anything, Phil, or we'll move on? I think... Uh, Here's a minute. So next is, let's see, I think Sal, Sal you got a sound plan? It reminded me of um, yes. the, the, the song by Lennon as well. Um, yeah, it doesn't working. matter, Bo. I can read it okay. if you want to. I'm, I'm, I make your life easier. I, I just want to say this is really fabulous poem, Phil, really beautiful. What, like he brought everything about the women, her tenderness, her... A really beautiful, passionate, romantic. I love it. 
Okay. Yeah, he seems to know women pretty good, doesn't he? Yes. And he talked about his women, I think, at the same time, but the women in general. I think I like how he puts them, um, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, uh, is yours on the board, Bella? Okay, let me get it. And then, you know, I'm starving. I haven't eaten. I, I cold right away after work. Oh, I know. I am, I am and then, um, Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. got my whole time mixed up because I forgot I don't about see my daylight phone. saving. I don't see my Can phone. you put it up there? I don't think it's on the board, Stella. Oh, I thought I put it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I really thought I did. Are you sure? Probably don't. You don't have it? I, okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, um, I can find it. It's fine. You find it? Yeah, yeah. Or, or should I find it? I'm confused. You find it yeah. or should I look for it? Okay. Okay, thank you. I think now I, <laughs> I'm looking for it, so I'm confused. I, let me go back to the page. You put it there? I don't see it. Yeah, sorry. Uh... Okay, let me find it. I don't see it. I know where it is. Uh, here, here you go. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to drop it at both places. Copy, here we go. I thought I did, but I'm becoming distracted lately with this work job. Okay, here we go. Did I put it in the right place? I hope I'm not dropping the wrong place. I did it before. <laughs> here we go. Okay. I had a dream. Um, it's really written for both, for you and Kay and Stephen, the song. I just actually started writing for them and then inspired me to add to it. Um, the coat. I felt like it fits there because I didn't have much time. I had a dream. J'avais un rêve. J'avais un rêve, pourtant, j'étais leurré. Je me demandais pourquoi. Le mensonge n'a point de grâce. Comme des yeux sans visage, il a dérobé mon rêve. Cela m'a rendu triste. Il m'a coupé mille fois. Après de longues années, j'ai réalisé afin de m'éloigner de l'abus récurrent. Afin de guérir mes peines, abstruses, je dois être moi-même. Et heureusement, je suis devenue moi-même. I had a dream, yet I was deceived. I wondered why life has no grace, like eyes with no face. He stole my dream, it made me sad, cut me a million ways. I realized after long years to move away from recurring abuse, to heal my abstract sorrows. I must be myself. And luckily, I became myself. End of poem. Oh. That's a good poem. Oh. Uh, Rob, I don't know if Rob's around. If not, I'll go with Silky. I just like messing with Silky. <laughs> I know it. It took me a minute to get to my button, and, and I apologize. I loved I loved Phil's poem before. I just I just was uh I was up dealing with something, and I had some noise, and I couldn't really flash over. And uh, but uh no um and Sawa, this is beautiful. I always love hearing you read in French. That that's that's no no secret. But uh no, I I loved I loved the English version too because I I, I could uh I didn't get completely lost in just uh your your voice there I could actually uh you know read and understand this one but uh no I loved uh it was um it was lovely but also I thought a little bit um sad uh, especially these lines about he stole my dream 
It made me sad. It cut me a million ways, I realized, after long years. And uh, I've had that kind of experience, too. So I think it, that, that's, that's a, re, a relatable poem because uh, because I've had relationships, uh, you know, that, that blow up. And, and then years later, you can think about it and be like, oh, it's so toxic. But then also they have some that you can realize that were so good, too, at the time. Uh, I, I can I can see it happen both ways. And uh just uh, this is a lovely piece. Agreed. Thank you so much. Um, I think Blade and Beard are here, but maybe they're just listening. I'm not sure. Do you guys want to comment on Sawa? Um, if not, then razzle dazzle. Yes, definitely. There's ambition, but aside from the fact someone or some type of obstacle might force a person to never fulfill certain dreams. And uh, this is very realistic how you can think of yourself in in a future context, what you were going to do 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and the opposite is what ends up being true. Yet there had to be an original reason why a person never had those dreams. Thank you so much, Ra. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, I like the way you read, you're, man, I'm going to say it every time, but you're the queen of brevity, Sal, and this, even those smaller words, yet I was deceived. I wonder why lies have no grace, like eyes with no say. Don't we all want to know why we're deceived, especially when you're deceived by the person you love the most? He stole my dream. It made me sad. You know, there's a lot of players out there. A lot of people tell you all kinds of bullshit you want to hear, but they're not really ready to stick around and go through the long haul, I think. Um, and then you heal my, you help, you hurt, yeah, heal yourself because you're a strong woman, and that is the truth. And uh, I, one day, you know, I just wait for your Prince Charming to come because you deserve it, so well, more than like anybody I know. <laughs> so... I know you're blushing, but uh, great poem. And it says a lot. And luckily, I became myself through the pain and the hurt. You became yourself, and you get to know you. And that's how, you know, if you're going to, you know, everyone comes in your life for a lesson or a blessing, you know. So you always look at it on the positive side, no matter what. Um, awesome poem. Thank you so very positive. I don't know if Rob's still here or. Yeah, I uh, guess not. He might fall asleep on me. It's like four in the morning when we started. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my <laughs> my computer keeps freezing, so I try to put myself off mute by stuck on the other page. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was thinking of um, this uh, sort of thing about. I think it's um, the the way that that. Death almost exists in the in the realm of faith. I think it's what do they say? Uh, l'amour et de la mer, la foi. I think that's oui. how oh, it goes. Um, at least whether I remember this is. Uh, to say that you have to sort of believe that 
from, you know, like the whole phoenix. Um, what is this? Sorry? No, no, just hearing the like, phoenix? Uh, some typing. I'm sorry, this is confusing. Sorry. I'm so sensitive to noise. Sorry about that, Rob. Go ahead. I'm just, yeah, the phoenix art, was on art, um, rising from the ashes, you know, that, you know, when your when your dream yeah. or your idealistic view or your plan or your path gets um, shattered or crushed, that you sort of have to believe, and that's the part about, you know, after the death, the faith of becoming the phoenix from the ashes. That's where I saw it, at least. Thank you so much, Rob. And Silky's on the board. Thank you, Sawa. Thank you, Boo. And, uh, okay. So I rare vignettes. And I don't know why every time I do a vignette on my phone and I try to put a weird character at the very top, it deletes it. It was supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be a, um, a club at the top there, but, uh, so, uh, okay. Blood of my flesh mirror. Okay. And also I went with the two Oscar Wilde quotes. Uh, I, I can resist everything except temptation, and uh, women are made to be loved, not understood. Oh, I knew you would say that. And also, <laughs> also a bit of uh, another quote that I have to throw in there that's related to this one from my favorite book series, The Will of Time, is, uh, is women are briar, or sorry, let me start over. Women are amazed through briars in the night, and even they know not the way, which is uh, one of my favorite quotes by uh, Robert Jordan. Aww. But here we go. Blood of my flesh, marrow of my bone. One, desire inflames my hedonistic fantasies. Champagne high-rise fueled soirees, sky dive into cocaine supernovas, bursting through heroin daydreams, where I swelter in the grip of her pastel suicide. Two. Synapses fire on opposing planes, the flow of our data streams merge and mesh and separate like oil and alcohol, though both burn with ferocious intensity, a twining flame of carnivorous appetite. Three, I paint her bare, star of my erotic murals, weaving my signature upon her skin and flowing quicksilver calligraphy. How unchained I fall, tangled in the webs of her passion to adorn her flesh with the breath of my addictions. Three. Shattered upon the shores of a blood moon eclipse, I dip my fingers into her midnight tassels, exhale the stardust of her veins, drink her scarlet, and die upon the steps of her unholy altar. Some Whoa, <laughs> that's a good one. Mm. Rob, did you hear that one? Oh, thank you. I got to read that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> and this time I muted from the beginning so I didn't have to get stuck in that. Like, I mean, I'm I'm quite a fan of, the, of even the sort of the minor intricacies and the 
little details. I like the fact that the um, vignette was broken up using the suits and that because it really also is applicable to the quote about temptations and even what it could mean to sort of like, you know, gambling and that is, you know, love is a, even if you think about the sort of Amy Winehouse song and all that, you know, it's a sort of game and it's one of those things where it's, it's a sort of risky um, exchange or uh, relationship. And yeah, it also, it, it does speak to all the sort of um, the substances and things that also double up on the temptations, you know, things that, uh, well, substances, narcotics and that, um, hedonistic fantasies yeah this is my sort of poem I really like this and yeah, I like your I like your hair as well it's the first time I've seen it it's very cool so yeah nice one thanks for that Phil oh, thank you Rob yeah everyone has to be a fan of hedonistic fantasies I would, I would agree of hedonism yeah, I'm definitely a fan <laughs> me too no one no likes angelic fantasies. No, what you like thinking about having sort of pillow fights on clouds and that. Not for me. That's not fun. All right, who do we still have around? Raz. Is Raz still there? Sal and Raz. Sal and Raz. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here too. Raz, are you a fan of hedonistic fantasies, Raz? <laughs> No, I'm not a heathen, personally, anyone who's into heathenism, <laughs> but I do know certain artists, they're said to have this attributive point of which what there is of the canvas work becomes a kind of other sense, which is a bit sexual in nature, how you're recreating off of the canvas what you find to be idealistically some kind of higher form of stimulation and so I see that that connection here in the metaphors of heroin daydreams cocaine supernovas <laughs> exhale the stardust Inshallah. of her veins yeah says it all right <laughs> I think it's suicidal uh, hedonistic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I'm like Raz. I'm not. I'm not into it. But I don't judge people. Um, everyone is different. Uh, I like almost a vampire. Uh, in, as, as well, there with the blood, it just gave me this feeling of a vampire uh, too. As well, you drink her scarlet and die on the stuff. You, you kill her and you die too. <laughs> Not in the meaning like uh, um, I'm tired. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm giggling. giggling. I had a long, long day. I'm going to start giggling like crazy. Um, oh. You're fine, <laughs> Sawa. So I wasn't trying to be scary or anything. Actually, it was just kind of like dark <laughs> no, references scary. to pastel no, 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 suicide. Kind of my a dark way of uh, of uh, of saying scary. orgasm and uh, yeah, but, <laughs> no, no, uh, no. I, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> it has a 
I didn't mean it. I didn't know. It, it, you mix the two together. Like it's uh, very... Uh, <laughs> I can't find my words. I like the line where it's there. Uh, where is it? Really this one. I felt tangled in the web of her passion. Uh, I really like this line, the ending, all the way to, to the end. Beautifully. You write beautifully, your poems and... Um, I'm sorry, I'm just really losing it. Hey, I definitely won't argue with uh, with. Hey, you better can, flush, uh, still can, you better flush. A lady who can read uh, French so lovely, flush, yeah, flush and uh, uh, blush and uh, fluster here, and just uh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to argue with that. You got Sal with flush. Hey, you had me at desire inflames my hedonistic fantasies. I'm sold right there. That's line number one. And then from there, I mean, the whole thing is <laughs> skydive into cocaine supernovas. That's really cool. Synapsis. This is really good. I'm going to nominate this one. Mesh with uh, like oil and alcohol. It's almost like you know it's bad for you, but you're still there anyway. Erotic murals leaving my signature under skin. Calligraphy. Yeah, this is really, really good. It's short. It's sweet. It's sexy. It's you know, uh, sounds like a good evening. You know, drink her scarlet and die upon the steps of her unholy altar. Whoa, this is um, deep stuff. Uh, really, really good. I love how the page matches your poem too. By the way. <laughs> well, thank really you. I love it when my muse likes to do vignettes. I love vignettes, and I, I just my muse is not in the mood to write them very often. So I was just like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, we're writing a vignette, I guess. And that's awesome. Yeah, you're yeah, amazing. You did a great job. It's my version of a vignette, anyway. Um, so. To say to what Ralph was saying, it's not about being heathens or being Epicureans or being anything like that. It's just about a sort of the matters of flesh. You know, we can't repress our natural desires because otherwise the manifestations are quite, <laughs> quite nasty, yeah, aren't we... they? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this area, at very least, you know, <laughs> laughing about a good day. So, I don't know so, what we got next. We got me next, and then Raz. I think, um, did I put it up there? Oh, yeah. Okay, this is called, I did the cool love with my point of piano. First, you must learn to play the rules, then you must forget the rules and play from your heart. Heartache him. okay. Abyss cocooned within an infinite vacuum, a smile eclipsed by resonating quiescence. This emptiness kills. Yearn to sculpt their carvings on camouflage tears through 3 a.m. poetry. Yet I continue to walk in the footprints of the dead, sacred soliloquies scribed hip to script. As I dangle amidst kaleidoscope of barren yesterdays, even poetic words have sailed me tonight. Chaos twirling around hemoglobin tiles, deranged voices heist the oxygen from my lungs as I grasp breathlessly against a narrowing ribcage. Insanity painted within mascara embroidered eyes. I hear them taunting and teasing, bludgeoning, crepitous bones into scarlet fragments of nothingness. By gone, I used to build constellations with the stars in my eyes and tuck away the moon underneath my small but now my eyes bleed the tales of fallen stars in the widowed sky. Risky memories sway against burnt edges of my window pane as I spiral into an expanse of toxic ruins of myself. End poem. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. 
all stuck again. Um, yeah, I need need to read through that again. Uh, so well. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm really kind of losing it. I don't want to say stupid stuff. I feel like there's a lot of pain. I have to read it again. I'm so positive, like my start kind of concentrating <laughs> more. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying because I had, I didn't want to be rude and be. Um, there's a lot of um, like polling, like someone who used to see things happy, and the sun. I love the sun under the star in my eyes and tuck away the moon under my smile. But now my eyes is bleed to the taste of fallen stars and. And a withered sky. There's a lot of um, sadness in this, like withered sky. Someone whiskies memories sway against burned edges of my window pane as a spirit into an expanse of toxin ruin of myself. Um, just, um, <laughs> sorry, I really, I hate to like, like, again say I'm so sorry okay, for that. Okay. Have, like, I didn't want to be rude that stage, but I'm really losing it. <laughs> It's okay, Sarah. You can leave me comments, fine. Yeah, I will. Thank you. I know some. Yeah, I definitely think it was something like quite um quite different, but I think we've had quite a bit of that tonight. Like um, even what we had from Wayne and a few times already that you know sort of mix it up when it comes to our matey Oscar because he was such a flamboyant, extravagant dude himself. Um, and then we just, you know, put out all the stops like this poem itself. Um, you know, we got sort of from the deepest parts of ourselves uh, going from the lungs through the blood cells into the infinite vacuum that exists in an ever-expanding cosmos. So it's really something that does encapsulate all of existence and our experience, the consciousness of what we feel, what we could imagine or even hallucinate to be feeling and perhaps desires of disintegrating or collapsing visions, toxic ruins. Yeah, definitely something to think about well thinking into the constellations with the beautiful moon that you probably have at the moment. For me it's already it's almost lunchtime right about over here. But what you've got I think it was last night was the lunar eclipse so it was quite beautiful. And even tonight, well last night for me I sat outside or I sat inside and watched it through the window. Because unfortunately, we got a malaria outbreak in South Africa. So, you know, like, <laughs> you COVID, might as well add another little jab. Why not, you know? Let's make it fun. So, yeah. <laughs> um, 
the moon looks very nice and it all goes together. What do you think, Silk? Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to see that I wasn't the only one moved to write a vignette. And uh, and also, i got to say, I told you I, that, that I thought this was a complete poem uh, when you sent to me last night. Uh, <laughs> just gotta got to say uh-huh. that. And, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it definitely, it definitely <laughs> proved to be. Uh, I thought, I thought it was, um, it was lovely. It was a little bit dark. I loved the whole, um, I loved that first stand, or the first line in particular, honestly. The abyss cocooned with an infinite vacuum. A smile eclipsed the resonating possessions. This emptiness kills. Yearn to sculpt the cravings of camouflaged tears. The three aim poetry yet. He continued to walk in the footsteps of the dead, scared, soliloquy scribed, hit the script, by dangling his kaleidoscope of barren yesterdays. Even poetic words have failed me tonight. I just love that, that first line in particular. Um, and, yeah, this is just a wonderful piece. For, you read it fantastically, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you, Silk. Red. Yeah, it does show great reflection on the Oscar Wilde quote, how the poet is playing this poem is nothing short but a concerto masterpiece. You know, the piano is there, all the keys, they look like they're extremely well experienced at the art by the time you're reading all three of the different stanzas and uh, one line that struck to me the hardest is being awake at three o'clock in the morning and having nothing in mind but writing down a verse i have been there multiple times over the years because i find it hard to sleep at night and another is uh this description here of but now my irises bleed the tales of fallen stars and a widowed sky. So it shows, at least in that verse, that uh, what you have of those long nights, it does have an effect not only on your psychology, but sometimes people end up seeing stuff from insomnia or other parasomonic-like disorders. Yep. Thank you, Raz. And you're up, Raz. In fact, it must have been one of those sleepless nights I thought of the piece I decided to contribute for this Oscar Wilde special. I had finished reading Dorian Gray. I don't know how it had been for the third or fourth time just the previous week why I wanted to... uh, be here with you and Rob. So uh, the quote I had chosen was that it's very rare to be alive while others, for the most part, simply just exist. And here's the poem. Love or fear of flowers. There was never true love, another nefarious illusion which is lost in continuity time. Like yesterday, knowledge, worst critic, that hear how no one really knows. Look and behold, sleeping beauty awakens to Genesis after the revelation is boldly foretold. 
the fundamental man has constructed historic momentum to the B-set theory. We are informed by multiple forms that are subjected by simulated situations. The silver apple, fungal anvil, is iron forge bound to the dark lord who wishes on wreaking havoc of the underground Odin underground stream foundation and the base essential metric bulge. George Dunlop Leslie painting of the roses, a dashing splash to smashing brilliance, a springtime when the known seasons have mortally perished, the earth's desolation prosper, but the dark matter, 70% exhumed bloom. For better breathing spaces, avoid of outer space, the suitable replacement. Oxygen less are the godly star system, why believe of an intelligence with closer relation. Species relinquish. Today, we are very well alive, and hundreds of years from now will be the children requiem. Species distinction, with the 400,000 years fading in precise traces to genetic blood. Species extinction, with the 200,060 million time variable. Cosmic dawn, provide less human emotion, our seeming immortal mythology transpired. Most importantly, before a single death symbolized the eternal wanderer, death, a black robed figure walked per massive empty chambers of stellar vault and lit what became exploding stars like lifeless pyre. The proposition was put forth, those who make history happen are the thesis statement. Quantum loop, the point in the stellar vault when the stars were falling because of the gravity pull and the merging supermassive black holes can see the everlasting hesitation of the minute hour. Quantum loop, the civil genocide, and the social weakness to progressive fellowship has appeased the antimatter deflection to the Dark Lord. A love of pedists and beautiful flowers, but the rose, an infrared dark store, a million galactic zones where life extinguishes the brown ember to the breaking flames. The archaic idea so misty once whispered to me carries on indefinite to the least common denominator margin to be infused and reborn. Miscalculation of the light year measurement, what has been lost unless the eternity is frozen beyond our grasp is proven to be more than nothing which would not end forever. Instant and immediate realization refuses to acknowledge all things must pass and come back. There was never true love from first and fourth contact. Let us have a feast of roses to wait out the blue heaven called pitch black, a love or fear of profoundly red roses. Wow. <clears throat> That's a good one. That yes, really I was good, just right? getting, getting me buttons, getting my, getting my laptop sorted somewhat, which I think has a certain relevance to the poem. It's sort of like um, the exploration base on a, um, on any sort of script or on any sort of, um, algorithm that may be relevant and I see it the same way as um, what we spoke about earlier with the the risks involved in 
that exchange of any sort of joy or happiness or love as the greatest joy or the greatest um, sense of connection and um, true realization of connection that you have to accept the the depth of beauty that is associated with this. Um, there's yeah, there's, there's a lot to that. Uh, well, to this as they are to all of your poems that you know, like for most of it, it's almost equatable to wanting to write essays to try and. Um, do a lobotomy of the poem. Um, one of the other things that was quite uh, interesting to me was because especially something that I read earlier um, was about the conservative genocide and all that, social weaknesses, progressive, um, and that it, it was something that I read about quite a big trial that happened in the United States um, last night or well for me last night for you maybe it was today but you know as someone that lives in what is one of the most dangerous places in the world um, you read a lot of things that people say that you know it's sort of like this um, inflated or escalated sense of danger or at least it's like fear mongering you know what I mean like to say that nowhere else in the world does this sort of thing happen and to say that all the things that were associated to it I'm not sort of um, saying what I thought of the verdict or anything like that but rather the um, interpretation and the reaction to that um, even if you look at what you've written about and you see what um, them Serbian police did, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, you talk about how bad the police are in America, going look around the world, what they're doing for real. And then you see, you know, outside of that little bubble, you know, I got mates that were killed by police, not because of some sort of like, no one around here thinks it's like a racial thing. It's just that, that's what happens in South Africa, you know? Shit happens. And everyone around the world wants to go to America, and I'm sorry that I'm making about that, but it's how I interpret the poem, and I think that's one of the things that poetry does, and it's actually why I think I commented on the first poem, something that is, um, I think, the Tarkovsky quotes again about... Um, I think a poem or a book read by a thousand different people is a thousand different books. That's even that I feel emotional about this, you know, it's like on the verge of tears because it's something that's so sort of um, real to me that you have people that talk about places and the death of democracy, the way that you could 